Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and I'm so excited to get to interview the Daniel Blue coming from us, coming to us from Las Vegas. He just published a book that's on Amazon, and it's ahead of the charts of Dave Ramsey. He's all about sharing the secrets that the people on Wall Street don't want you to know about. So stay tuned and check him out. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, help, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's The Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Raines. What if there are some financial strategies that you, your CPA, or your financial advisor are not aware of? Imagine discovering the secrets on how you could unlock the resources to find creative ways to fund your business. I can show you how it's possible to create tax-free wealth like the 1%. Thousands of individuals and business owners alike have had the unique opportunity to blaze that trail of success thanks to experience and the education I've developed over the years. And now, I'm passing it on to you. I'm Daniel Blue, owner of Quest Education, and I can't wait to be your next keynote speaker. Here we are. Welcome, Daniel Blue. Can you hear me okay? I can. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. I loved your video. I had to start today's show with your video. And for those of you guys that are just joining us, please uh, understand that Daniel Blue comes to us with a brand new best-selling book last week on the Amazon charts. And it's all about how to get ahead like the top 1%. I love it. So Daniel, my biggest question for you is there's a lot of stuff I want to hit on on your personal life. But in your day and day, day in and day out today, are we working on coaching professional entrepreneurs like myself in, in how to get ahead? Or what is, what is it that we're working on for you today? So being able to create time freedom is, is my intent. Um, I'm very blessed. I've got 13 full-time employees. Uh, my business is three years old. So it's about getting processes and systems and investing into my team and breeding leaders. So I'm not a, um, I'm, I'm not holding the business up, right? I, I'm not, uh, you know, preventing the business from growing. I can be gone for a week. I can be gone for a month and the business is still generating generate revenue. We're still changing people's lives and still helping them out. So, you know, focusing on personal branding for me is really important right now. So then that way I can let my team, you know, run the business and, uh, you know, everyone can be focused on what they're good at and uh, be able to start scaling. I love that. Well, you know, I'm in real estate. Normally that's my full-time gig. I, I love learning on my podcast from people like you who share and bring so much 
wealth of information and how people can better their lives. In fact, your podcast to me seems very much in line with, with the topics that we like to cover on Grateful Heart TV. So that said, I would like for our audience to get to know a little bit of Daniel Blue um, behind the scenes. And that would be on this page here. So you're an entrepreneur, podcast host, speaker, and let me get this scrolling down. And we just got to watch that. But you know what I thought was really cool when I was on your Instagram this morning is I loved this meme that you just posted, Daniel. And you know, it's it's kind of like, can you can you explain this a little bit better? Because I don't want to I don't want to take it away from what your intent was. You have to yeah. build up yours. I don't give a shit muscle to shift and make changes. It's okay. We can swear on this channel. It's, yeah, it's, I was gonna just going to ask that. Thank you for making <laughs> my, my life easier. So um, I'm sure if you're listening right now, you read books, you're into self-development. If you haven't read the book, Tim Grover, uh, Winning, it's a really good book. And uh, one of the things that Tim Grover talks about in this book, and for those that you don't know, Tim Grover, he was the trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, right? Everyone knows Michael Jordan, right? So right. this is the dude that spent a lot of time and, and helped elevate their game, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan's game, right? So one thing he talks about is you need to build up your, the way he pronounced it was, I, I'd gaff muscle. And I'd gaff is, I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, ultimately, like, you can't worry about what other people are saying. Now, I'm not saying have tunnel vision and, and never listen to your employees or people that actually want to see you win because, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today without mentors, without sure. listening to people. But there's a lot of noise out there, especially, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you have a lot of naysayers, you have a lot of people that are critiquing you, you have a lot of people that are in the nosebleed seats talking shit while you're in the game actually playing. You have right. a lot of people that are unhappy with themselves, so they're projecting their insecurities onto you. And a lot of people are so fearful of taking action and moving forward with their life because of what other people are going to think what are they going to think if i fail what are they going to think if i do this and uh, it hurts people it hurts yeah. it stunts their growth and it, it prevents them from taking action so that was just something that i've gone through it's something i'm still uh, aware of because you know i always was fearful of getting on camera like man i sound stupid i look stupid but it's not about <laughs> me it's about the value i can bring to other people is, is how i have to look at it Right. Well, and I can assure you, you do not look stupid by any means, Daniel. <laughs> uh, but we do get those gremlins in our heads. And I've talked about that multiple times because fear paralyzes. So when we allow fear to get in our way because we're so worried about what people are thinking or what people are saying, obviously that's kind of a big deal. So maybe that's why it resonated so much with me when I read this, um, because you're exactly right that you know people that critique are typically the ones that are up in the nosebleeds that don't by any means have the nerve to do what you're doing. And I, and I do wanna to comment too, because I, I get asked a lot what the secret to my success has been and it's all about leverage. You know, like you had said just now, you can be gone for a month and you have 13 people that are underneath you that are making sure your operation runs. And isn't that also one of the other things that paralyze people from growth is by not letting go, maybe because of fear, uh, letting go for other people to do things for them. Yeah, I mean, if you, you, the question that you wanna ask yourself is, do you want a job or a business? And if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to say you want a business, right? But then ask yourself, can you be gone for your, from your business for a week or two weeks for a month? And does your business still function? Is it still growing? Is money still hitting your bank account? 
a lot of times you're going to say no. And if you say no, you really don't have a business. You, you have a job, a high paying job that you created. And if you're not there driving the bus, then it's not making money. And some people are okay with that. Like they want to play small, stay small. And, and that's okay too. But for the people that want time freedom, and right. I'm sure people listening right now, that's why they started a business. That's why they're in an entrepreneurship role is we want time freedom. We want to be able to do the things we want to do when we want to do them with our family. And you have to be okay letting your employees fail. You have to be okay relinquishing control. You can't micromanage the shit out of people. Like you have to empower them to make decisions mm -hmm. if they fuck up. Okay, cool. What happened? How did right. it happen? What can we do to make sure it doesn't happen again? And then make sure that they know like, hey, it's okay if you mess up. I mess up too. Own it. Be accountable. But how can we make sure this doesn't happen again? Can we put a better system, a better process? Right. I mean, that's, that's the best way to scale in terms of, you know, you can't do it on your own. You have to have other people in the trenches with you. I wholeheartedly believe that and agree with that. And, you know, another thing that I've learned as I've been doing my podcast and having the privilege to interview people like you is that everybody has a story. We've all overcome something. So I hope you don't mind, but I wanted to share this next photo and I'm hoping you can share with us what you overcame in your early years. So this oh, photo, taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm absolutely taking it back, but I didn't really have to go too far on your Instagram to find it. Um, what you see in this picture is a ton of failure. And of course that absolutely resonated with me. How old were you in this image? 2010 i graduated high school in 07 so 20. 20 just a just a young kid and and who are the people in the photo with you so that's, that's my daughter isabella and then my mom great so that means you were born in 1990 and right and or is that wrong yeah i'm 89 baby oh I'm 89 baby, baby. you're I, an I made, barely I made, made the, the cusp <laughs> <laughs> um okay so as i'm reading this uh, you're talking about um, being maxed out in your credit cards, negative in the bank account, and having an addiction to Oxycontin for two years. So um, maybe kind of talk to us a little bit about this um, time period for you and where you have come to be where you're at today. Yeah, so that, that picture was actually August. Uh, my birthday was in June, so I just turned 21. And uh, we can go back to when I was 18 years old. When I was 18 years old, a lot of things happened in my life. One, I dropped out of college. Two, I got a girl pregnant. And three, I got addicted to Oxycontin. Like, all of that happened all wow. at once. And, and, and there was a two year period of time where I made a lot of money in sales. Mm -hmm. and I made a lot of dumb decisions with my money. Uh, I bought a house in 08, right before the crash happened. Mm -hmm. um, that was a valuable lesson, big mistake I made. Um, but being addicted to Oxycontin for two years straight, uh, it, it taught a lot. It, it taught me a lot. It defined me who I am today. I've been clean for 12 years, but you know, Oxycontin, for those that don't know, comes from the family of Lortab, Percocet, yeah. uh, kind of like Vicodin. Um, it's pretty much heroin in the form of pills. It so is it's, heroin. It's highly addictive. It is super addicting. Did and, you have uh, to, did you, do you mind me interjecting? So I have a sibling yeah. who unfortunately was addicted to pain medication. And at, at the time he would have to go, um, I forget, I think it's called methadone. He would have to go and take methadone in the morning. And if he didn't, sadly, he'd go find heroin. And it was, you know, my story's riddled with drug addiction and all kinds of things along those lines. And it's no joke. And the fact that you've been sober for what, 12 years, you just said, how in the world did you kick it? And what, what did you do to get there? Man, it's crazy that you asked that question. You bring up the word methadone. I haven't heard that, that, that term for a while now. So 
So when I was getting high off Oxycontin for that two year period, I tried everything to get clean. I tried to get clean like four, five, six times just because it was a, a nasty habit and it was expensive. Yeah. Luckily I was making good enough money where I could afford the $60 a day, 60 to $100 a day. But you're right, when people can't afford or they run out of pills, they just go to heroin because it's cheap. Um, so I tried methadone. I, there's another one called Suboxone. Um, mm -hmm. You might've heard of that, but basically it's a pill to get off a pill. So they're giving you a pill to get off a pill. That sounds stupid, right? But right. That, that's the world that we live in. Um, so I ha actually had a couple of seizures. Um, you know, there's a lot of just chaos going on. I just was not able to kick it. And it got so bad that and I think I mentioned it in that post uh, that you pulled up that I was not there when my daughter was born. Right. And uh, that, that was something that, you know, I'll have to live with forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's part of my story. But I do feel like I got a lot better because of it. So two weeks into her birth, I, I wasn't involved. But when Bella was two weeks old, I finally got to hold her. And uh, I still was using when she was born, when she was little. And uh, I remember like it was yesterday, it was November mm -hmm. of 2009. So my daughter Bella was uh, six months. She was born in February of that year. Mm -hmm. It was Thanksgiving day. I was at my house with my mom. We saw in that picture sure. with my daughter and, and, and my mom was making th Thanksgiving turkey that day. And I remember just saying, hey, I'm gonna go to the gas station and run, grab a Red Bull, which was a lie. I went and tried to get some smoxicon that day and no one was picking up the phone. Imagine that all the- On Thanksgiving, they were actually, all having dinner. Yeah, exactly. So no one's <laughs> picking up the phone and a couple hours go by and I just realized I'm not going to score and I just remember sitting in my car just knowing what was ahead of me right. you could probably relate to this yeah. you start getting sick if yeah. you don't have that in your body so you just know you're going to start throwing up you're going to start getting the sweats like right. it's real life so I knew what was on the horizon and then I just remember having like a conversation with myself that I never had I just thought like what am I doing and my daughter is six months old and she doesn't know what the kind of piece of shit person I am like she's going to be older here soon she's going to be 5 right. 10 15 years old like is this the example I want to set and something just happened that day where I could have a real honest conversation with myself and then uh, the next day I ended up leaving a small town called St. George Utah mm -hmm. and uh, I actually moved to Las Vegas because I knew that was the only shot that I could actually get clean was being in a new environment new phone number new friends new job and just getting a fresh start and uh since that move that was uh, 2009. I've been clean since. So that Congratulations. was Congratulations. Yeah. No, and honestly, I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday, and I had said the same thing that from what I've heard, because I personally haven't had to overcome an addiction like that, um, but the ones that I do know that have been successful have had to get away from old people, old places, old things. And that has been truly the key, but you have to want a new life in order to do that. And I think so many people go through life complaining, playing the victim, but they don't get the oomph to get up and go do it. And so kudos to you for being such a wonderful example for somebody like, I, I, again, I, I had shared that my whole uh, family, I've had to deal with it. My nephew passed away last year at the age of 21 from an overdose. So drug addiction is, is no joke. And it's such a shame because it, his life could have been so beautiful. So I applaud you on that. I'll get off that topic. And let's talk about all the cool stuff you've done since you've kicked it. You get to Vegas and then what happens to you? 
Yeah, so uh, I've had a successful sales career since I was 18. I just had the ability to jump on the phones and sell mm -hmm. and lead teams and, and help people, my peers, get better. So I've always had the means of, of being able to sell different services to you know create an income for my family. So got involved in the real estate coaching uh, when I was 18, 19, 20. And, and because of that, uh, I got introduced to the term self-directed retirement accounts. I would talk to real estate investors and they would say things like, yeah, I use my retirement account to flip out house or I use my retirement account to buy a rental and, and that got my wheels turning because I had always thought IRAs and 401ks were just for the purposes of buying stocks and mutual funds so that seed was planted in me and uh, through networking with different people networking is a big part of you know who I am and, and how I've been able to actually own a business despite being you know a college dropout and uh, you know overcoming uh, a drug addiction networking has been key for me and uh, I was able to meet certain people along the way I pivoted my career when I was about 23 24 and I got out of the uh, sales game in terms of selling real estate coaching uh, and then I jumped into the self-directed retirement account game and uh, because I made so many mistakes financially in my early 20s, messing up my credit score, living beyond my means, uh, just not making sound financial choices, I learned from my mistakes. And then in my mid 20s, I was able to live way below my means, uh, really built up my credit score, uh, saved a lot of money, had investments. And then uh, three years ago, I, I went all in. I was able to you know, put a lot of money on 0% credit cards. I was able to put a lot of my savings into this, this business. And three years ago, started Quest Education. And, uh, you know, here we are today. I love it. You went all in. And you know what? That takes some big balls to do what you just said, going all in. Um, I want to take a quick commercial break so we can hear what that actually means to you going all in. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo-Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. 
Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Okay, we're back from our break. Thank you so much for listening to our ads. And in the meantime, uh, we have Daniel Blue coming back with us. And he's going to tell us what did he mean by going all in? It looks like you maxed out some credit cards. Isn't that just what you just said not to do? Zero percent. I'll use other people's money all day long as long (laughs) as I have a viable exit strategy. Right. When I was 18, I was using credit cards to go on vacation and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, buy uh, cool, uh, cool clothes to try to fit in and and live a douchebag life. So to me, there's good (laughs) debt and bad debt. Right. Right. All about good, good debt, leverage, you know, things like that. Um, What's interesting about you know your question and and, and what you're talking about is I was just talking about this with some of the other day is like, don't start a business if you're not ready to pay other people pay your employees cover business expenses first and you eat last like sometimes there's no money left over at the end of the day for you like don't start a business if you're not ready to go through some tension with your significant other because you know i'm I'm not perfect my relationship isn't perfect i got a great marriage i'm married to you know my elementary school sweetheart but i'd be lying to say that we've never had fights right right And, and when you're in business and you're going all in like there's just times where there's tension. So every entrepreneur is gonna have tension with their significant other because it's a high pressure environment. Uh, don't start a business unless you know, you're know you willing to take a step back with your personal finances because everything is going into this baby. Uh, your, your business is a baby essentially. And uh, you know don't go into business if uh, you know, you're know you okay um, or if you can't deal with doubt and, and your own doubt and contemplating quitting 752 times. Oh right? gosh, because, I thought about you know, it yesterday. You know, we all do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then other people are going to dodge you, right? Right. So like a lot goes into going all in. People think that business is so easy. You go on Instagram and you see the end result, but you don't see, you know, what goes into it in terms of actually having it become a profitable business. Oh, there's that one um, meme. I'm sure you've seen it where it has like this ginormous um, iceberg and you just see at the tip, like the success and then all the words underneath of all the failures you kind of go through before you can actually see that. And I think those of us who are entrepreneurial minded get it, but then there's all those W2 people who don't get it and then they're quick to critique and quick to make fun of when we fail, right? And so it never feels good, but you have to have thick skin. I think really when you go all in, it's all about having really thick skin and not caring what other people are gonna say about you that I don't give a fuck muscle got to be worked on, right? Which is like you go totally. to the gym to, you know, get bigger biceps or, you know, have better abs. You There's internal muscles, right? There, there's a muscle that's disciplined, right? Doing the things that you don't want to do, but you still got to do them. Doing things when it's not convenient, 
doing things when you're tired you don't totally. feel like doing something you still got to move forward with it so there's definitely a lot of you know muscles you can't see that you have to keep working on as as an entrepreneur to keep pushing forward because it's a long game it doesn't happen overnight it, it takes a, long, uh, a good amount of time to see success well it sounds like you've won uh, some really huge accolades in just the last three years since you started quest education so i'd like to go over to your website and for those that are actually watching instead of just listening they can see what your website website's all about and all the information that I found on there. There was actually a really cute video I'd like to play next. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Um, Fry. There we go. Here we go. So I hope you don't mind. Humor me. Do you have an online business? Or do you need capital to get your online business started? Well, you're not alone. You hear stories every day of ordinary folks like you crushing it online and improving their lives. Well, let's face it. You need money to make money before you dip in your savings account or pull out that credit card or run to the bank for a loan. Consider this. Why not borrow money from yourself? Wait, how do you do that, you ask? Well, it's quite simple. We can help you borrow the money from a retirement account, tax and penalty free. How nice would it be to be your own bank? By being your own bank, you can borrow half the value of your retirement account up to $50,000 with no credit check or income verification. With our help, you'll now have the funds to kickstart your e-commerce business. Use the money for inventory, for marketing, for services and tools, for shipping, for coaching. Use the money for whatever you need. And don't worry, you'll have five years to pay back the money you borrowed at an interest rate of the current prime rate, plus 2%. Now that's lower than the credit card you have sitting in your wallet right now. The best part, the payments you make go directly back into your retirement account with interest. So you replenish what you take out. You're literally paying yourself back, not the banks or not the credit card companies. Why wait? Leverage your retirement account to start or scale your business so you can finally live the life you deserve. Contact us today to learn more about the Solo 401k and Quest Education. Okay, Daniel, you know I was wanting to ask you earlier, and we're here now, what's the difference between a Solo 401k and a self-directed IRA? Inquiring minds need to know. Yeah, so pretty much anyone can set up a self-directed IRA, right? IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. Solo 401k is unique where it's only for entrepreneurs. So if you have a side hustle, some kind of entrepreneur activity going on, and there's no W-2 employees in the picture besides you or a spouse, you qualify for a solo 401k. And, and what makes, makes this plan one of my favorite retirement accounts out there is you actually can pull money out penalty and tax-free using the loan feature. There's no loan feature on an IRA. And, and that loan feature can come in clutch. Uh, one, one person that comes to mind after watching you showing that video is uh, one of our customers who used to run a, a, a hair salon. And she was doing that for many years, got tired of being on her feet all day and wanted to start an online business. And she needed about $20,000 to get that online business up and going. And instead of using a bank's credit card, she didn't want to go into debt for her own personal reasons. She wanted to use her retirement account. The problem was, is she was getting information from the company that held her retirement account. Don't touch your money. You're going to have to pay 30, 40% right. in penalties and taxes if you take that $20,000 out. So that obviously discouraged her. Uh, we were able to educate her on how she could actually take her retirement account converted into a solo 401k. She took the $20,000 out, penalty and tax-free using the loan feature, mm -hmm. used that 20,000 to invest in her business and got the business to a point where it was make, it's making enough money where she was able to quit her job. 
you know, she's working on her online business where that business is able to replace her income and, and she has that time freedom that she was looking for. So the solo 401k has a lot of different uses, whether it's funding a business, paying off, you know, 15, 20% interest rate credit card debt you have, maybe investing in real estate or crypto. So you can uh, invest in real of- estate with that. Oh, yeah. So self-directed IRA and a solo 401k, they can invest into the same assets, right? Crypto, precious metals, private equity, uh, real estate, flips, rentals, things of that nature. What what changes between an IRA and a solo 401k is the solo 401k has that loan feature that I uh-huh. just described where you can use it to fund your own business or pay off high interest rate credit card debt. IRA does not have a loan feature. And then another big difference is the solo 401k, you can contribute up to $58,000 a year of new money. 58,000? That's huge. Correct. Huge. Correct. Especially when you compare that to an IRA, right? IRA is yeah. 6,000 a year. So mm-hmm. there, there's some of those differences that, that really make the solo 401k a lot more appealing to people. I got a question for you. This like the only student in this classroom right now that can talk. Um, my question is this, because I do have self-directed IRA with my husband. We are in real estate, but we have staff that are on our payroll. We actually have a payroll service. So am I allowed to do a 401, a solo 401k at all because I have employees or is it that I would have to offer it to them as well? Or does that just exclude somebody like me who does have staff? Are they W-2 or 1099? W-2. Full-time? Full-time. Okay. Yeah. So technically the solo 401k would not, um, is not an option for you, but what you could do is you could set up a self-directed 401k. And, and take advantage of everything that I just talked about. However, it's not a solo, it's just a self-directed 401k. Mm-hmm. And then to your uh, later point is you would have to offer that same plan to the employees. Hey employees, this is what I have going on over here. Uh-huh. You wanna play in the game, right? You have right. To, Whatever you do, you have to offer to your W2 employees. Gotcha, gotcha. So there is a way, and would I be able then to also borrow against it because I just bought some land in Northern Arizona. I'm in Arizona, I know you're up in Vegas area and I wanted to use my my IRA, but I couldn't in the sense that I the purchase price had to be the same, I guess, is at least what Vantage was telling me. Um, so we borrowed, we took it out, we basically liquidated it, but then we had to put it back within 60 days to avoid penalties. And so that was a little bit of a game and it was a very short term. Obviously it would have been a lot nicer for us to have not had to worry about replenishing it in 60 days. But the biggest thing to me is to be able to allocate more than $6,000 per year of your income to avoid income taxes, which really kind of boils down to the whole point of living like the top 1%. So it kind of segues into that if you can talk a little bit about that, because I think those are strategies that the wealthy do use all the time. Yeah, just Google, and whether you're Republican or Democrat, this has no difference on what I'm gonna say next. Google Mitt Romney, self-directed retirement account. Okay. This dude has over, 20, they say between 20 and $100 million in a self-directed retirement account. And, uh, you know, he invested into some private equity, some off Wall Street assets. And he was only able to do that with a self-directed retirement account. So imagine all the other people out there that we don't even know, right. you know, that we're able to funnel money into a self-directed plan. And, and hit some home runs and you know outperform the market obviously more risk more reward sure um however there's there's definitely a lot of different options that are out there i'm a big proponent of a a roth solo 401k mm-hmm. roth just means the money you put in you do have to pay taxes on it you're claiming it as income 
however that money grows tax-free. So imagine if your business is making enough money to justify the contributions of you know $50,000 a year. Sure. If you put $50,000 a year into a Roth solo 401k for five years straight, now you got $250,000. Mm-hmm. And imagine seeing that grow to a couple million dollars over a period of time. If you did Roth, that's 100% tax-free. So you pay taxes on the seed, but not the harvest. Wow. Right? So, those are some of the strategies that I, I see a lot of wealthy people take advantage of. So I might have to would say that again about the seed and the harvest, because I might just have to steal that one. Yeah, that, use it. I, I took it from somebody. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> the first one. I can't remember who said it, but um, it's definitely just, it's analogies are a great way for people to you know, understand, dots, right? When that analogy yeah. was given me, I was like, whoa, like that makes sense. That so totally makes most sense. Most people are familiar. Yeah, most people are familiar with a pre-tax 401k or mm-hmm. a tax deferred IRA. Pre-tax, tax deferred, same concept. Money you put into an IRA or 401k that's pre-tax, AKA tax deferred, uh-huh. you get the tax break now. It's deductible against your income that year. However, you're kicking the can down the road because that money is growing tax deferred. You're right. deferring the taxes. So when you pull the money out down the road, you have to pay it. you're gonna have to claim, exactly. So mm-hmm. you're paying taxes on the harvest. Right. Roth is opposite. You claim the money you put in initially as taxable income. However, because the IRS treats it as Roth, you're just paying taxes one time on the seed. And then if that seed grows and grows and grows, now you have a nice big harvest to look at. And that's 100% tax free if it's Roth. That is super cool. Well, I learned this was this podcast right there just taught me something super valuable. And I'm going to run home and tell my husband about it. And we're going to probably talk to you after after the show's over about doing a Roth. Um, and so you. thank you. I'm glad you got me. Let's take a quick peek because I know there was a couple other things I wanted to make sure we talked about today. And number one would be how winners win. Let's talk about your buddy. Is it how do you say his name? His name is Kita Spears. He's a he's a stud. He's a stud. Well, talk to me about how winners win because, like I said, as I researched it, I felt like you and I were very much in alignment with the purpose behind our podcast. But I, I don't know anything about your cohort over there, so share share a little information with us. Yeah, he, he's been an employee of mine for day one, and uh, he, he's a stud for me and a rock star. And so I like the idea of having a co-host. I wanted to have a podcast that could could help people personally, financially, uh, business-wise win, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're on this earth for a reason. Like there's just such a small chance that our parents got together and made a baby and that's you, right? And like, we made it, we're on this universe, we're alive and we're here to win, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not here to lose. And uh, so I, that's why I, I love, you know, being able to help people win in, in different areas. And, you know, uh, Keita and I can talk in, in different uh, respects, right? I, I can bring that entrepreneurial, that, uh, you know, business owner mindset. Uh, you know, I was once an employee, but you know, that was years ago, you know, Kita is a high performing employee. Uh, he has other projects as well. So mm-hmm. we just talk about different ways to, to help people win, whether you're a nine to five employee that has aspirations of leveling up and starting a business, or you're an existing entrepreneur, you're, you're going to deal with the same shit I deal with, what you deal with, I love stress, it. mental, you know, health, anxiety, relationships, networking, finances. So just different ways to help people win and hopefully speed up the process to help them win. I love it. Basically, lessen the curve, right? So um, people can learn from you guys rather than having to learn the hard way. Uh, so that's super cool. And, and so he's somebody that works with you. And then I thought this was really cool about your quest um, because it really outlined your business and your company. And I believe I have another tab I wanted to share. Oh, goodness. 
Seven ways. Oh, that that's what it was. Okay. So let me scroll down again. For I, I just screwed up, so I apologize. He needs another cake from you. Yes, he does. He needs another cake for me. So I was just, I was on your website looking at Quest. I think I got it now. Uh, Quest um, does definitely teach people like me about building wealth. But can you share with us kind of in a nutshell what somebody could expect if they get on your website and they, you know, go beyond and click the contact us button? Yeah, so that's basically someone that, you know, has a 401k from an old job or an IRA and the idea of tapping into that account penalty and tax free appeals to them. Then they can get on the phone with uh, our education team and, and over a series of phone calls be able to, you know, give them the game essentially, you know, pull the curtain back and, and teach them some strategies that they're not going to hear from their financial advisors, their CPAs. If they like what they hear, you know, they can move forward with us, open up, you know, a solo 401k for the most part is the, the accounts that we help people set up. Mm -hmm. We'll do IRAs here and there, but you know, once we educate someone on an IRA versus solo 401k, you know, they're going to make their own decision. And most people are going to lean more towards a solo 401k, like we've discussed in terms of some of the differences for some of the, um, so yeah, great reasons for it. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, you know, another good resource for people that, you know, maybe want to learn more or, you know, maybe don't have, you know, existing retirement account uh, is danielblue.me. That's my main website. And, and on that website has a lot of what you just shared, mm -hmm. uh, has my podcast, has a link to my book, Blueprint to Your Best Retirement. That's a great place to get started. Uh, has a link to my course, uh, The Quest Way, How to Grow Your Money Tax-Free. So if people are into modules and, and videos and things like that, uh, that's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And then links to my social media as you you can see I'm pretty active on social media, so yeah. I do my best to, to add value there and uh, you know see, take people along the journey and, and see how we can best help them when it makes sense. Well, I just started following you myself, so I'm looking forward to all of the valuable content I know you'll be bringing us. And let me just scroll down because I want to make sure we hit a couple more things. Um, Farai, 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 there we go. You contribute regularly to Forbes. And I noticed that one of the most recent articles that they quoted you in was talking about boosting that online presence. Do you mind sharing with our audience, Daniel, what are some things that you recommend people to do that maybe have no footprint in social media at all, yet they are entrepreneurial minded? Where do they start? It can probably seem really overwhelming. I think social media is a great place to start. I intentionally choose Instagram and Facebook. That's where I've noticed a lot of, you know, my uh, affiliates, my uh, my people, that's where mm -hmm. they hang out. Uh, that's where I spend most of my time. So figuring out what channel do your people choose and you know, tune into, right? Like mm -hmm. YouTube's a channel, LinkedIn's a channel, Instagram's a channel, right? Like what channel do the people you wanna get in front of spend most of their time with? Once you figure that out, okay, what kind of content are you going to put on that channel? And I like to just drill it down to the basics. I, I like the 80-20 rule, right? If you watch TV, if you watch a show, uh, you're going to notice that 80% of what you watch is entertainment, right? right? Like the show you're tuning into. Mm -hmm. Friends, like let's just say you love friends. Cool. Jennifer Aniston Anderson's going to make you laugh, right? However, the other 20% is ads, is selling you shit, right? Right. If they just gave you ads all day long, no one's going to tune into you. Mm -hmm. And we all know somebody on social media, every time you see them post, 
they're just pitching you shit or just selling you. Right. No one's going to pay attention to that kind of person. Right? Nobody so likes to be sold. Mm-hmm. No. So 80% of your content, what I've found, 80% of your content, you know, should be things that are relatable, you know, telling the story, your, your personal life, you know, an experience where you learned a lesson and, you know, a mistake that you made years ago, like just finding some way right. to relate to, you know, your, your audience. So 80% should be you not selling shit, you not bringing up your business, your product, your service, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other 20%, you know, sprinkle in some 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 content that has to do with your business. Maybe it's like a tip, or maybe it's an objection that you hear a lot. Um, you know, maybe it's a problem that you are able to solve and, and you're sharing a, a testimonial, right? Like just get creative with that 20%. So I found that being a good way to, to keep people entertained. Uh-huh. Uh, people just wanna be entertained, right? right? Whether you're making them laugh, whether you're making them shed a tear, um, you know, they, they just want to be entertained. That's why they're on social media. So how, how can you be that person? I love it. I love it. I love it. And then there was, let me see, scrolling down. So you're on Forbes regularly. We talked about your article. And then, of course, we have to talk about your book. Now, I think this is pretty freaking cool. I have you on my show and you beat Dave Ramsey in on Amazon. Like, how cool is that? Congratulations, Daniel. Like, that just happened this last week for you, right? I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Dave Ramsey, you know, he's an interesting character. Uh, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this. There's the old school way of money and the new school way of money. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he's pretty old school. I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, all of his stuff is wrong, but most of the stuff I, I don't agree with because it's, it's outdated. Um, you know, he says things like, don't get into debt you know, pay off your house. Um, last time I checked, most mortgages are three, 4%, right? So like, why am I gonna take money that can make me eight, 10, 12% a year, if not more, and pay off debt that's gonna, you know, cost me 3%. So- um, Very know, valid certain, point. Yeah, I think it's for certain people that makes sense, um, but it's just not my style and, and the people that, you know, I talk to and relate to and help, that's not their dude. Um, so it did, feel, it did feel pretty good to, to see that for that moment in time and see him number two and, and me number one. But, you know, uh, he, he definitely uh, has some knowledge, you know, successful. So I'm not here oh, to shit on no, him. No, but, no, no. But know, it's, it's just 2021. It, yeah, it's a new school. It's I love it. I, well, and the fact that you're in your 30s and you beat Dave Ramsey on the Amazon list for charts is really cool. And like you said, not an underwater basket weaving for financial advice. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your book in a synopsis, just like like a quick little nuggets so we can see you know for for those that are listening if they want to you know tune in hop on amazon and order it up on kindle yeah so the the title is blueprint to your best retirement how to access your retirement penalty and tax-free so when i wrote this book i wanted to really dumb it down because when i talk to people when my team talks to people about what we do right Mm -hmm. self-directed access your retirement penalty and tax-free we get so many deer in the headlights look like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? Right. I, I've never heard this before, right? So it's so foreign. So I really wanted to bring a book to the market that could speak to someone that a, a freaking fifth grader could read it. I love and it. Connect some of the dots. So it's not meant to be some sophisticated, you know, high IQ type of book. Sure. It's like the average person can read it and connect the dots. So it's just teaching people some basic financial strategies that for whatever reason, your financial advisor, your CPA have not talked to you about. So it's really just pulling the curtain back and and providing the information. So then that way it can get you thinking and maybe acting differently. 
Well, what I really dig in what you're saying is it sounds like it almost sounds secretive. Like those with money don't want those without to find out their secrets because you keep saying over and over again that your, you know, your financial advisor, or your CPA won't tell you these things. Well, I have both and neither one of them have ever talked to me about a solo 401k. So I, I am really curious about that, that school of thought. Like, why is it so hard for maybe the average Joe to learn these tricks? A lot of it is follow the money. I mean, let's do the math. Wall Street, they're managing trillions of dollars. They're making probably one or 2% a year Mm -hmm. managing those funds. The more money they have under the umbrella, the more money they make, right? So why would they teach you an account that would allow you to use your retirement money to fund your business, to pay off high interest rate credit card debt, to to buy a a flip in Arizona? Like that's not making Wall Street money. So it's not in their best interest to teach people even how it works. It goes against their business model. You're almost like a you're almost you're almost like a renegade out there. It sounds like, Daniel, you know, kind of telling everybody like the secrets uh, that are out there that those with money do understand very well and know how to leverage to their benefit. Um, There were a couple other things I wanted to scroll through real quick. Again, blueprint to your best retirement, how to access your retirement account without penalty and tax free. It's available currently on Kindle. And then to reach you, um, Daniel, there's so many ways on Linktree. I love that. It's just simple. Daniel Blue underscore. And there's links to your website, to your podcast, pay off high interest rate debt invest outside of the stock market and business funding without credit checks or income verification. So I would love if you're, if you would humor us, could you just to finish the show, if there were going to be a couple of nuggets for anybody listening or watching today, besides obviously reading your book and maybe hopping on your website to learn about your education that you offer, what else would you advise people to do to maybe kind of hit some of those things that were on your link tree? Yeah, I think uh, when we look at debt, there's a lot of people that have credit card debt, a lot mm-hmm. of people that have 15, 20% interest rate credit card debt. And if that's you and you have an IRA or a 401k from an old job, look at the numbers. Right. Maybe your retirement account is only making you 8% a year. And I say only because if your retirement account is, is making you 8% a year, but your credit card debt that you owe Discover is costing you 20%, you're losing money faster than you're making money. Absolutely. Going backwards. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be advantageous to look at utilizing a solo 401k to access that money penalty and tax free, pay off the credit card debt, take the money that's making you 8% a year, mm-hmm. pay off the credit card debt that's costing you 20%, pay off that credit card debt in one shot. You're no longer making payments to discover. Now you're paying yourself back. You're mm-hmm. your own bank. You're replenishing your retirement account so you're not robbing from your future, but then you're sleeping better at, you're sleeping better at night because now you're credit card debt free. So question for you on the solo 401k, because I keep just, my, my mind is spinning and I'm thinking about how I want to switch my, my self-directed IRA. Uh, out of curiosity, is there um, a limit per se when you're doing your 401k? Because I know typically like if your employer contributes a certain amount, it's like a matching program. But you said that you could put in up to $50,000 a year, or if I remember that you said it correctly. Did I, did I hear that right? Yeah, so it's fifty-eight thousand per year. That is that number is dependent on if your business is making money. Like if your business isn't making money, then you can't contribute new funds. You can't take advantage of that okay. contribution limit of the fifty-eight thousand. But assuming your business is actually Profitable. generating uh, income, yeah, you can take some of that money 
Um, it actually to get kind of nerdy with people as an employee of your own business, you mm -hmm. can contribute up to $19,000 into the plan. And then once you cap that out, you being the employer of your own business, you can take an additional up to 25% of the income you pay yourself in, into the plan as well. And, and combined total is the $58,000 per year. Wow. Okay. So I'm totally going to get your book on Kindle through Amazon, probably print it, study it. And then I'm going to be giving you a call because I'm all about this 401 solo K. I didn't even say that right. Solo 401k. And um, I think anybody else listening really should pay attention and hop on Amazon and check you out because it sounds like these are the tools that the CPAs and the Wall Street guys don't want us to know. So better spread the word, right? Exactly. That's uh, the name of the game. Knowledge is power, but obviously you need to take some action, but uh, you, you got to start somewhere. I appreciate so wholeheartedly your time today. Thank you so much, Daniel, for sharing your knowledge with us. And I certainly intend, besides following you on Instagram, to get your book and check it out and see how it can help my life improve, as well as I hope people listening will do the same. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Daniel Blue. I know I sure did. In fact, I'm already ordered his book and I cannot wait to learn more from him. I had no idea what I would learn about a solo 401k until we spoke with him. And wow, is all I can say. Serious wow. So if you guys need more Daniel Blue in your life, the best way to find him is just hop on his website. And all of the links are there, www.danielblue.me. Or you can look on Linktree with the same... Um, handle Daniel Blue underscore and you can find out all kinds of wonderful things about him and you know don't forget to start following him on Instagram because he's got some great content on there too. What a great show and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day